So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is yours. You belong. This belongs to you. You own this. This is your professional and animal lover show. And I am your nonprofit sector connector. <laughs> Let's go. Whoop it up. All right. Listen, this is pals. And this all came out of an idea. This program, if if you are new to this show, I'd like to say welcome. If you are old to this show, I would like to say welcome. If you're if you never heard of us, you just heard of us, you want to hear about us, welcome. We're saying welcome. I'm I, I think um it's important to welcome people into your world and welcome people into the space. And right now I am welcoming you to the top of my house, above the second floor, below the roof. We are in my attic, all the way from Long Island, New York, to South Carolina, through Florida, to Ireland, to Queens. We are worldwide. Hold on. Here's the train. Worldwide, baby. <laughs> Long Island Railroad. Gosh, I hear you. I know you're there. Mr. and Mrs. Train Conductor. There it is. That's the 201. 201 Eastern Time. We are on the PAL Show, the professionals and animal lovers show. Each week we bring to you people connected to animal advocacy. Animal lovers. They might be people who, well, they're definitely going to be people. They're definitely going to be human beings for the most part, although we do have some four-legged friends that, that show up. I don't think we've had... Um, I don't think we've had any reptiles, but we might have have one soon. I mean, Val, don't you have one of those Komodo dragons or alligators or something? What do you have? Like, uh, what is so it? So close. You're yeah. so close. It, very close to an alligator. It's a bearded dragon. Right on. It's about 12 inches long, and his yeah. name is Elliot. Yes, I have a reptile. Ooh. Adorable. I should bring him on, but the thing Actually, can you get him done? Cat the- room. I'm in the cat room today, which is <laughs> like. A two-bedroom apartment with its own bathroom. The cat room is? The cat room, yeah. And oh, my God. This, the dragon is kind of like something they might be very interested in. You know what I mean? As food? Yeah, had to play with. Yeah, yeah which yeah. they might be playing, but it wouldn't yeah, be. Yeah. Yeah, you might not think that's funny, especially because he does come from, like, alligator-type roots. I mean, you know, I guess it <laughs> Well, don't you? Don't the three of us come from reptiles at one ratio? I, all right, Tommy D. This yeah. is it's not biology. <laughs> don't we though, John? Like we came out of the water, oh, yeah. Like I yeah. like, kind of like the like the swamp thing, like sneaked yeah. out of the water, and then the and evolution, then, and then grew hands and stuff like that. Val, you look very confused. What happened? Uh, you know, <laughs> there's different theories, but that's okay. Anyway, my <laughs> point is that ultimately. <laughs> This poor little dragon is probably safer where he is. Although we will, he'll come out and we can walk around him on our shoulders. He's so docile. I highly recommend them as pets, especially to people who have allergies, because oh, yeah. they just like hang out on their hammock. They sell these little bearded dragon hammocks, and you put them in an aquarium, and they just they're just literally like all day until. <laughs> I want one. I want one actually. I gotta yeah. talk. I gotta talk to the powers that be downstairs. So you know? easy. So oh, they only go to the bathroom like once a week. It's yeah, they were like a very <laughs> yeah. awesome. want to be gross, but maybe what's his name, Elliot? Huh? Elliot. Maybe Elliot needs a little more fiber in his diet. It's all I'm saying. Only because you say he only goes to the bathroom once a week. This is <laughs> no, it's like all I eat is roughage. But well, roughage, yeah, need some protein yeah. sometimes too. But you know, okay, the bottom yeah. line when he gets spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> no, but all of the, like turtles, same thing. Turtles go, they go to the bed like once a week. It's no big deal. But oh, yeah. I, anyway, I'm just a fan of the bearded dragon. I forgot that my brother and I, when we were kids, we had snapping turtles. You ever oh, had? God, really? You know what they are? Yeah, they'll hurt you. Well, they didn't, but you put, we, it's crazy. I hadn't thought of this in years. I'll tell you, <clears throat> one time we had them in like an extra bedroom. Um, because they had a massive tank that my, my father's always been into fish, fish tanks. He's got koi pond in the backyard, the whole thing. We should probably, in fact, my mom said she would like us to do an on location pals from the backyard at the koi pond. So, Val, we'll have to talk about what, what, how that works. I mean, I love that. The whole pals team and see, which means Valerie and me. (laughs) (laughs) A big meeting about it. Well, I, I, I remember the day. And this is how we start a show in the middle of a conversation, guys. Sorry, uh, uh, you guys can quit. So we must be doing something right. So here's what happened. I remember the day uh, like it was yesterday. It wasn't yesterday. It was like 30 years ago. But I remember it, and 
I was very sad because we had to give away the snapping turtles. Now, snapping turtles, you would put in. Now, this is totally a bit being like a bit of a speciesist because we would put goldfish in there and the goldfish would get eaten by the snapping turtle. And they literally would snap the little baby goldfish in half and then eat them. So it was kind of kind of gruesome. But like, uh, you know, survival of the fittest. This is how like life works. Right, John? I mean, nature. Yeah, it is nature. Yeah, it is yeah. nature. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't make it up, man. I was just being. No. No, of course. Yeah. So well, this. I was just saying like the other week, like I was talking to John and I was saying like the hardest thing for me is um, so if Barry travels without me, which is usually it's to go to New York to visit his family, like we were flip flopping because it's hard to find a pet sitter for like the small zoo that we have. And yeah. anyway, so if he was away like once a week, Elliot, that's the name of a dragon, he gets um, like live worms, whatever. And yeah. they're just like, you know, they're mealworms, but it's so hard for me to feed alive anything to alive anything yeah. else. I feel like a murderer. I have like don't you take why don't you when you go in there, can you take one of the worms that might have already died and feed him one of those worms and you yeah. No, they're not interested in that. It's uh, you want, yeah, nature. They'll be rancid. Do you want fresh kill? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I no, they wanted the fresh kill. Yeah, I thought it would have been like fair. Like it would have been like, okay, kind of meet him halfway. Like I know you want to. <laughs> yeah. I, I, can't. I like the thought, but they're not. They're not yeah. like us. They're not, no, they're not no. interested in yeah. you know stuff He's that's already in process. <laughs> yeah, I'm a problem solver. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to solve. I, it would have been awesome. It, dehydrated <laughs> shrimp, you know, something like that. But no. Yeah. no work about nothing it. no you just want to eat it just just keeps it green just wants green or live live uh yeah. live worms yeah well we should probably introduce you john now that we've, we've uh, I didn't even yeah. Know <laughs> absolutely yeah why not yeah I want, you, I want to finish the story about the turtle so i'm very oh, torn with yeah. So yeah. Long story short, John, we're going to introduce you. I have a whole background I want to read. Shout out to everybody on the Emerald Dial, by the way, because I know they're checking in. What time yeah, of day is it? Watching. What time is it in Dublin right now? It's uh, it's just after seven p.m. Seven p.m. So the kids, the kids are still up. They probably just got their their teeth washed and I everything right green. before bed. I wore my green. Yeah, I see that. I see it on the green, but it's green. It's green. It's, well, it's green. It complements you. It's lovely. It's lovely. Right. So, read some background on John. John, show us your shirt, by the way. Let's, it's T-shirt comparison. The dog father. The dog father. The dog oh. father. I love is it. that? Is that wait, hold on. I'm sorry. Joe Gatto, <laughs> our friend, whether he likes it or not. Joe Gatto, our friend. I love how he just became our friend. You've never met our him. Friend, whether he knows it or not. Okay. He, his book is called The Dog Father. Is that uh, a Joe Gatto T-shirt or? No, but no. I tell you, it's, it was actually it was a gift from my brother. My eldest mm. brother back in Ireland, and he sent yeah. it over when when we uh, when we got Bronson. So he nice. was like, and I, you know, dog obsessed. So he was like, yeah. you know, it's only fitting to get him a adorable, a, a dog, I love a, it. A dog fighter T-shirt. So well, I'll, I'll I'll send a shout out to another celebrity who we'll just say is our friend too, Snoop Doggy Dog. So Snoop, if you and Joe Gatto <laughs> are listening right now, you know, maybe you're listening together. But yeah. that was an album in like the early. It was Snoop Dogg's first yes. album. It was called The Dog Father. You knew that Val? Dog Father, nice, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did know that. Great album if you were into West Coast gangster rap. You know, I mean, and if, <laughs> yeah, and it was a good we album. We have him on the show with our other good friend Martha Stewart. Martha, did you? We <laughs> <laughs> have a great Christmas party, a great holiday party. Yeah. <gasps> We have some really great friends that they didn't know about. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah, they will soon though. They will soon. Yeah, more like yeah, like stalking them on the uh, on the on the Instagram as as I do um, like. Yeah, so I'm gonna read a little bit of background. I this is for our friend John. I combine my passion for art, and my love of animals, by creating portraits of pets and donating a, donating a percentage of commissions to animal rescues. Right on. That's so. First time we ever met. I might have said it last week when you were on our our holiday party. P A W T Y, which was cute, Val. I, I never, we were, I knew you did it, but I never even called you out and said that was cute. So that was fun when we called it that. But, but um, you know, John and I met at uh, what'd you do? Your mustache? You remember, like this? Yeah, is, like, smile, nice. Dimple smile. I don't have dimples. dimples. Dingle and dimples. There it is. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're winning. <laughs> so John and I met at. So I, I sit on the board of Forceability out here, Long Island, um, campus of SUNY Old Westbury. Our friend Annie Broderick invited John to, to to be one of the vendors at a recent event. Uh, it was a fall festival on horseability. So I go up and I 
John had stepped away from the table, but on the table were a bunch of his drawings and, and his artwork and uh, paintings. And uh, I started, I struck up a conversation with, with Katie, John's uh, fiance, wife, fiance. Uh, fiance. Fiance. Soon to be wife, yeah. Soon to be wife, right on. Yay. So we met and I was like, and I think I might have shared this last week, but I was like, so wait a minute, what's the deal? Like, so these dogs have a dog? And I was like, super like Columbo. I was like, one more <laughs> Excuse me, miss. One more question. And I was like, super like Columbo, much longer hair than Columbo had. But <laughs> I think I was wearing the same overcoat. In fact, that he wore in that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you looked a pirate, Tommy. You looked a pirate. I yeah. took out my little pad, my notepad. And yeah. I was like, yeah, squinted. I was like, so how'd you get this? And, you know, a, like a 60 cent cigar in my mouth kind of thing, you know, like, and I was like, how did you, uh, how'd you get this dog? And Katie said, we got the dog from a rescue. And I said, my people. And I came in, we all hugged. And we said, well, it's COVID. We didn't really hug. We did hug, but don't tell anybody. So it was <laughs> my God. But as I said on this, this particular program in the past, without the tutelage and the mentorship from my pal, Val, I love when I say my pal, Val, but without that, I wouldn't have known to ask. I would have just been like, you know, maybe six months ago, I might have said, oh, did you get him at a pet store? What you know, and that kind of stuff. In fact, I caught yeah. myself the other day, ran into a friend who had a dog, and you know what the first question I ask is, "Where'd you get the dog?" And what I'm, you know, it's funny. Like you've trained me now, Val. You know, but to you like, know what? I'm so glad you're bringing this up because right? I, I do want to mention this briefly. And honestly, this is a whole other show um, topic we could cover. And John and I touched on this earlier today too. One hundred percent, we are pro adoption and rescue. And that's always the first choice. And I want to be clear that uh, there are people who gravitate towards a certain breed or um, a certain you know type of dog for whatever their characteristics it they it may you know be like whether it's the German Shepherd for their smarts and their um, protectiveness of a home, or whether it's a, a, a dog that doesn't shed or whatever. I want to be one hundred percent clear. A, if you look on PetFinder, which is the most prevalent nationally known um, way to find a rescue dog, and you strike out because uh, you're looking for something very specific, the next alternative that's also very good, you just have to have a little bit of patience, are there are breed-specific rescues for every kind of dog breed you can imagine, okay? So, they, so hold on, let me understand. So they only get, let's say it's, it's uh, I don't know, two hours. I don't watch, but let's say two hours. Like they rescue specifically two hours, so you walk into the joint, and the whole thing is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and always like, well, much. right? Yes. So if that's your okay. thing, if you like the high pitch yelping, you know, little dogs, that there's on Long Island a very well known reputable rescue is uh, a Yorkie nine one one. Like I said, I don't want to delve too far. This is a whole other topic unto itself. But the last choice, if you strike out with that, also, is that. There are reputable breeders, but you just have to know what you're looking for and you have to know the red flags. You should ask questions and you should know how to eliminate people because every breeder will claim that they're reputable. You know what I'm saying? Like, no one's going to say, no, I'm a terrible breeder. I treat the animals like garbage. I'm in it for the money. I don't care about the dogs. Mm. No one's going to tell you that. But there are ways, and by the way, if anyone wants help, I have great information on this. I have PDFs from like the Humane Society and ways yeah. to identify. But like that's the priority order. Adopt, don't shop, rescue, uh, breed specific rescues, followed by last but not least, reputable, responsible breeders. That sounds like a great thing that you should put in our upcoming newsletter. Okay. Thank you. Or pal. That's a yeah. great topic. Great, great share where we can talk about a great share. I have an awesome photograph, actually a drawing that I'm going to show. And I'll just say this LGM for those who you don't know, that is yeah. Let's yeah. <laughs> so look, John Dingley's on the show. I have a bunch to read about him. Let me say this. My mother painted. This is from John. I've always been fond of art. I was brought up in a creative environment inspired by my parents. My mother painted colorful landscapes, and my father always took beautiful photographs. The walls of our home in Dublin are filled with those beautiful paintings and stunning photographs. Nice. Life 
however, took a different turn for me. Instead of going to college for art, I found myself in the hospitality industry. Now, I I resemble that statement. I spend a lot of time behind the stick myself. And for those of you who don't know, John and I are bartenders or, or were. And Val. I'm Val. I'm Val. Yeah, yeah. No, that's right. That's right. We've all been behind the stick. So for all of you who don't know, a bar is often made out of wood, like a big old stick. So he's thrown into New York City's fast-paced environment. I'm a bartender in Manhattan. I never did that. I was a suburbs bartender. Is that what it is? I thought it was the tap pole behind no, the stick. No. I think it's. I think it's what I said. Really? But I'm not sure. Oh. Not what I tell you. And actually, what a bar is is the bar that it comes from the western, the western, uh, like you know, yes. the, the old, where you put your feet on. Yeah, yeah. that's the bar where you that's actually put bar. your foot on. Yeah, well, like, when you were like a like a um, like a forty nine er out there, you know, when you needed to go. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when the guy would like in those movies when a guy would just like throw the bottle down there and it would just kind of like back in the day when i was tending bar there were some guys who used to come in and at the time there was something called black house which was popular which is uh, basically yeah. drinking like black syrup yeah yeah, John. It was, yeah i know it i know it yeah God, it's like a it was a a liquor like a, a black liqueur. Liqueur, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah god god yeah i know rumple mints i would i don't even know if they pour these anymore I'm 11 years since I had to drink. Goldschlager. Goldschlager. Oh, God. Why? From what we're talking about, because I got sick off most of those things back in the day. (laughs) Yeah. We will come back and talk about sticky, high-content booze, or maybe we won't. But I'll finish reading John's background and how he got to this point where he and I met, and now we're on this show. But I'm going to leave you guys with, with some of John's work when we go to break. We'll be right back. This is Pals Professionals and Animal Lovers Show. Right back. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. to go get my young I like that Val nice nice. I pulled the Tommy to Misa and did smooth. very <laughs> smooth and you sneaked away and got a Mets jersey let's go Mets all right let's get into this first of all I you know I love how our guy comes over from Dublin and becomes a Mets fan or you have maybe Katie's a Mets fan you have to tell us about that let me just finish the man comes over he, he gets his gig he's tending bar and then, you know, this little thing called pandemic, uh, it's, we haven't called it coronavirus in a while. So coronavirus comes around. Oh, yes, yeah. you know, remember, I remember his call, got a call COVID. So, you know, I, I'll go back 
coronavirus and you know the world changed and not you know having grown up in 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 the restaurant business the bar business i'm aware of a lot of friends who ran across tough times you know and a lot of those friends who ran across tough times during the pandemic in the in the biz were really focused on helping out too you know a lot of these organizations shout out to my friends at bourbon street mark bosha and mark bosha his son who uh Food for the Fearless. They were actually on early episodes of my other show, uh, Philanthropy and Focus, before we were even here on the network. And, um, you know, there's so many people that gave back. But if those who worked in the industry who counted on the, that revenue, that 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 was their livelihood. John, you were one of, one of those people. So tell us that story. What happens? I mean, you, you know, you're in the bar business. You're in the big city. Yeah. What what, what happens next? But I suppose it's, uh, yeah, it all, it all came, it all came on pretty heavy. You know, it all... Like with everybody, you know, it's just everything became like up upturned, and uh, and then I, I, you know, the the uncertainty. You're you're between watching watching everything that's going on over here, watching everything then that's going on back in Ireland. You know, because yeah. they they didn't have the, you know, like it was. You know, it was, I was just I was more anxious and conscious about what's going on back home because of my parents and everything, and um, and you know, my head my head wasn't in a good place. Where you know, it wasn't a uh, wasn't dealing with it, you know, he couldn't, we were just about to get married, we were planning to get married, that was axed, so like there was, uh, you know, you then you're trying to deal with venues and places and and, and we were getting married back in Ireland. You were, so oh, you uh, had a wedding planned, you and Katie, you were going back to Ireland in, when was that supposed to be? Well, we were going back, we were going back and meeting with, with like, you know, wedding organisers and meeting with venues and um, so, well, ideally we were hoping to have it you know, yeah, you know, kind of to, everything's a jumble now when it comes to the, the dates and years. But the ideally it was meant to be last year, last September, yeah. and um, it, it all gone like all gone to plan. It would have been last September, but then we were actually funny enough. We were meant to fly home on on March uh, March fifteenth, I think it was. Right. So, so the, New York City kind of shut down March thirteenth for if yeah, you're that, listening that's around, what it was. Was, that was the day yeah. Friday was sort of like when it when it ended. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was like everything was up in the air, but it was at the time we weren't even thinking about the wedding. So it was like it was uh it was just going, okay, well this is this is a curveball, this is serious now, you know. So uh you know, I wasn't even thinking about in regards to work and all because you who 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 was thinking it was gonna last as long as it no has way. been, you know. Yeah, so it was um thinking you're thinking, oh it's gonna be a couple of weeks, it's a couple of weeks. Maybe we started getting deposits back and we started we started getting emails from you know, venues back home that we've been in, in contact with saying, look, we can't honor, we might not be able to honor, you know, like uh, having a party or a package, you know, that, that we promised you. So then it was, it was sort of really become reality. And then, uh, and then, yeah. you know, my, my, my guilt as well, I, I was so fixated on watching the news. I was watching everything that over here and back home. You remember, so that started, like, John, like Cuomo was a freaking celebrity early on, man. Like, yeah. I remember that. Like, early on, like, I was addicted to that. Like, there was like... Insane. Right? Yeah. You were watching every, every single press conference. Yeah. And, like, it was it was just, like you said, yeah, it was celebrity. So, like, and you started, you started feeling, like, okay, we're going to get out of this. And, you know, New York's strong and everything's good. And it was, and it is. It's great. But then you're just you start realizing that, you know, sort of what your prospects, you know, and you start, you know, you start, for me anyway, start going down, uh, you know, just not being the right frame of mind. And um, I, I didn't know what I was going to be doing. I had no idea. All I'd ever done in New York was bartends. And even before New York, that's all I did back in Ireland. So I was bartending. Mm-hmm. So, um, so then, then I, I thankfully, thankfully, Katie, Katie's the the reasonable and sensible one in her relationship, and she's a creative flair herself. So, um, she was like, "Would you consider consider you know maybe doing some like you know productive in regards to art, or maybe get back drawn and and you know start sketching?" So, um, so I was like, "Yeah, sure. We we'll see what happens. You know, if it distracts." That's so me. great. Yeah. I'm so glad that she, you know, is. Um, <clears throat> not just your support system like she should be, but that she also has a creative mindset to yeah. kind of feed yours, you know, and then yeah, be the Finally, like if it wasn't for her, yeah, if it wasn't for her, like I because I had no I had no plans on picking up like a right. brush or a paint or a pencil or anything. Yeah. So like it hadn't even crossed my mind. I was just so fixated on on everything that was going on, like you know, yeah. everything that was just being pumped towards me and it's consuming, even, it can consume, consuming. yeah. 
Yeah, and even the, the monotony of sitting down watching Netflix and watching it binge on a show, and it was yeah. it was okay for you know the first couple of weeks, the, right. you know whatever. But Tiger then, King, Tiger, Tiger King. King, yeah, and I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty. I binge it and I I watched the second uh, season. I didn't fall for that one, man. I, I there was something weird. Nah, I, I fell for for a little. Uh, nah, there was something. I never even put on an episode. In fact, I was getting an egg sandwich the other day. You know, and, and this is one part of the world about you know you miss Long Island because you know. And John, tell me about being in other parts of the world. But a bacon, egg, and cheese is like that is our thing. That is New York. I don't even know if it makes it up. Yeah, like to Western New York. Like that is like a PK. Yeah, no doubt. Bacon, egg, and cheese, salt, pepper, ketchup. No doubt. I want to put it on a roll. But see, I, I sometimes go for Swiss cheese, which is like that. that yes. you, oh, the Swiss cheese. Yeah. So, so my soon-to-be, my soon-to-be mother-in-law, she introduced me to a bacon, egg, and cheese, a Swiss cheese. Game changer. Game changer. Now, like, if we're split hairs about Swiss cheese, I dig right, like regular Swiss cheese. But that Alpine lace, I dig that Alpine, that lacy Swiss cheese. I dig it. I'm just gonna say it. I'm putting it out there. Throw it out there. I'm kind of a Gruyere girl myself, but yes, yes, I do. I do like me. But some that's, Gruyere. I think, French. But whatever. But I want to tell you, John, and then we're definitely gonna jump back in. But you and I have something very much in common, in the sense of when you hit that point during COVID, like everybody thought it was two weeks. You know, just everybody's mm. like, oh, and it's not two weeks. And that was weird. But um, as we got more and more into it, because we had to shut down a company we had just started oh, oh. around like in-person get togethers. So that wasn't going to fly. Um, mm-hmm. I, too, turned to the animals for kind of like a healthy way just to do something and also make some money. But it was yeah. it's not a highly lucrative thing, but I did pet sitting. Yeah. I, what can I do that is not going to require me to have to like go into large gatherings? There weren't any anyway. Right. Um, and, you know, but enjoy myself at the same time. And yeah. I, it was a great run. Like it was, I met my, my, I had the best clients in the world. Everything from like a great game to like, you know, someone who just had a couple of cats or whatever. Yeah. But the need was there. People were trying to work and they couldn't take care of their pets. People were, people were, you know, sick or they wanted to travel to see their families and they had a dog that needed to be cared for or whatever. And the point is that I find it interesting that we both kind of found our solutions. In animals. Yeah. With, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. It's like, it's, um, I like it's, I, I I know I like I dwell in them. I tell everybody like I, I really like I know like besides obviously Katie because I adore her because she's my fiance and everything but like Bronson Bronson's really my savior you know and yeah. just in every in every set and, and like just for every outlet of any animal like just because I became so fixated on it during the yeah. pandemic I started drawing them and I I'd lose myself I just it was yeah. therapy it really was therapy for me like it was it was cleared my head especially at the time i had um so i i'd I'd had covid or whatever and i had the long haul symptoms so i Mm -hmm. had no no smell no taste for months me too yeah two months yeah that was the worst part of it for me that was yeah it was horrible john this is why i'm sure you've heard of this very famous expression in the world of of animal rescue and stuff who rescued who right yeah yeah, like, right. You rescue the animal, the, your dog in this case example, from a shelter or a rescue, or you know, we adopt them. Mm-hmm. They rescue. They bring out our best. Yes. And, and just one last thing, I know we have to go to break, but like as you as you guys know, I was sick for the past like week or whatever. There was a point in time I was sleeping a lot. You know who never leaves your side? Your dog. Yeah, your baby. Like he's just there. Yeah, they're just hanging out with you the whole time. They sleep with you. They nap with you. Mm. everything they will not leave your side yeah no and they know what they feel it off you they sense it off you they know your mood and they're just yeah like i and I'm, i look i go on i tell everybody how grateful i am i i'm like you know he's, he's he is like you know and again if there's silver linings on the back of everything the last two years Mm-hmm. It's um, it's been with him, you know, or, or, or him finding me, him finding me, and a vice versa, you know. So it is, you know, it's, it it feels tough to say, but I will say I I know a lot of silver linings in this pandemic myself, and you know, it, it, and it seems like an, an a strange thing to say, but I guess that's what a silver lining is, right? You yeah. know, 
finding, you know, this, this, um, this opportunity in, in a tragic situation. But I, I would say um, the connection you guys are talking about with the animals, I, I want to, when we come back, I, I need you to tell me, I know there's this whole, there's animals have been in your life going back to, you know, to Ireland. And, and there's this, uh, I think you called, and it's a picture I actually purchased for my son. That's the train, guys. In case anyone wants to go to New York City, stop by the attic. We'll throw you on a train real quick. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, there was a picture, the Dingle Donkey, right? Dingle Donkey, yeah, that's right, yeah. Let's tease him, John. Let's tease him with a Dingle Donkey. <laughs> so, yeah, so pretty much it's just... So my dad, my dad takes these wonderful photographs. You know, he just, he always, he, as Bessie, as Bessie does, he captures, he always captures a perfect, perfect image, you know. And one of them being the dingle donkey. So I, I want to show that picture. I got to go find it. Or maybe you can email it to me real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be able to send it on to you. Or, or even if you have a picture of it right there, we'll hold it up to her when we come back. We're going to go to a quick see. break. We'll talk yeah. about the dingle donkey and your, and everybody. I hope your mom's doing well. And, yeah. and. Yes, good. We got a thumbs up. She's watching tonight, so that's Hang on, Mom. How are you? It's Tony yeah, Dingle. Peggy. That's her name, Peggy. 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 Yeah. Um, all right, we'll see you guys right back. This is the Professionals and Animal Lovers show. Right back. <laughs> Howdy. I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. something about this show man wardrobe changes all around i knew i was going to be the cool one i go get a mitch jersey johan santana and then i come back valerie's jersey is gone i did not take her jersey hers is white mine is gray and then sweating i was like i can't do this anymore john it comes back i thought he was getting the picture of the dingle donkey and he comes back with the hawaiian shirt oh there's the dingle donkey he's right on the wall because they're they're all watching back home all my nephews are watching back home and they're all like, where's your Christmas shorts? You're not oh, wearing so a Christmas shirt. Oh, okay. They tell me to wear a Christmas short. So, so we should that's... probably just start really quickly by saying that this is John Dingley. Yes. Yes. His name is Dingley, which is like John, 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 John. So take it away, pal. Do that. That's a dingle donkey. <laughs> so so yeah, so long so, so dingle <laughs> is it's it's a it's an area in in uh in Kerry, County Kerry. So I'm sure, Tommy, when you were there, you would have been familiar of hearing about Kerry, Kerry or whatever. But um, so we used to always go on vacation down there. We used to always go to all parts of Kerry. And my, my dad would always bring the camera. But um, but right in the middle of the town, it's only a small town, a little town. But they had a working donkey. He, he'd been there there for years or whatever. But he, I guess, he, you know, he he's, you know, through the years, he's getting older, and he wasn't needed to actually be working anymore on the farms or anything. But he was so known, he was so well known within the town 
that they they used to just have it used to just take them for a stroll up and down the main street. So it was it just happened by chance that my dad was down there at the time and he saw the dingle donkey just going about his day because he's retired now. So he just mm-hmm. mosey mo- a mosey means literally go for a stroll up and down. Did you ever hear the saying mosey? Yeah, yeah, we used to out in the old west. You know, you go mosey into town. Like if if you yeah, wanted to, like I want to sell Spirilla, I'm gonna mosey into the bar. You're gonna get yeah, exactly. You're gonna mosey into so same thing. He just go about his day and he'd stroll in or whatever. But um, so my dad just happened to be sitting outside the cafe at the time in the middle of the Dingle, and he caught the the donkey looking at him, giving him a smile, giving him the whole <laughs> hee-haw. So my dad thought, Grant, I'll take a photo of this. And then like that during the pandemic. I was like, or during COVID, I was like, you know what? I definitely want to try paint this guy. I'd love to try paint him. You said and, that. You said that, or or your dad wanted to paint. No, him. no. I I obviously could. I I'd seen it. So my dad posts his photographs yeah. on um, on Flickr. You know, like it's a you know communal thing amongst other like, yeah. amateur artists or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. and I always loved it. I always loved it. But the original image is of a a dog sitting on the back of the donkey. Yeah, so he's a retired working dog. He used to be like a farm dog. Hold on, I have to. I gotta understand the original photograph that your dad took. Yeah, the dog is on the donkey's back, sitting on his back, right? So yeah, and I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna try find it by the next uh, by the next ad break, but I'll yeah. send it to you the original photograph my dad took. So they're both retired mm-hmm. now because they're both farm farm animals, and you know. Retired. The dog is retired. The donkey is retired. Is your dad retired too? I mean, dad's retired. Yeah, yeah, he's retired. You better believe he is. I'm not an artist or anything like because, well, I clearly can't draw. I'm a different kind of an artist, but um, that's a tough draw. Like that, I feel like that's like a double whammy of difficulty. Like you have a dog and then you have a donkey, one's on top of the other. I feel like that's very difficult. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, Valerie, that's why I've been trying to avoid it for so long. So I literally, I was, I'm doing them. I'm almost dissecting them. I'm drawing them. I'm drawing the face. Now I'm probably going to pluck up the courage to draw the dog or paint the dog on his back, yeah. you know. But, uh, <laughs> but it, was, it was such a nice image, such a nice photograph. Yeah. So, uh, that's cool. I'm looking, for, I'm looking for the image to share with everybody that a friend of mine drew of a cat. And actually, I think we uh, showed <laughs> I think we showed last week on the show. So here's the actual picture of the cat. That's fluffy. And, yeah. Fluffy. And fluffy. here's here's puffy. And here's the drawing. I think that looks like Daniel Cat from yeah. um you know that that Daniel Tiger. You know the, the <laughs> character from, from Mr. Rogers show. By the way, I do have to shout out my friend Finn. John just texted me a great picture. My buddy Finn watching us from uh yeah. from from Ireland. So shout out Hi, Finn. Finn. Hi, he, he's my uh, my uh, it's not bad. His nephew, but he's. He's he's right, it's like, am I going to get him in trouble that he's awake this late in the day? No, because you know the funny thing is, like you said last week, Tommy. In the background, they're watching the football. They're watching the soccer. The and then me, he's got he's watching a football game right there. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I thought I'd send it to you, just that's you know, stuff. for giggles. Yeah. I think that's great. I noticed it right away. I didn't comment on it, but yeah, he's but but you know, my son is playing you know the fake football. It you know well. Madden football, so NFL football, but he plays uh, it on. Um, oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Xbox. These guys, they love that. And I get, I get smoked in that game. Like these kids, man, they beat me in this. Now I hear they got this whole, you know, not that I hear like I'm an old man, but the whole VR thing is like the next yeah. thing. Like with, you know, I saw some. I don't even want to make fun of people because I try not to make fun of people. But I saw this one lady. They showed it on like TikTok, and she had the stuff on, like the glasses, and like she's kicking and stuff, and she's actually, like bumped into a wall and like fell over because you got to think like you don't know what's right Val, right like you don't know what's actually around you i saw that too i thought that was absolutely hilarious but you you lose your sense of reality you know yeah john ask you some questions about uh i'm going to do like a little rapid gunfire let's go for it um so regarding your uh painting somebody wants a a a pet image from you Mm -hmm. um first of all like what sizes do you offer? Yeah. And, like, what are their choices? Like, do they say, I really want an oil painting or I really want a watercolor? Like, what, yeah. how does it work in terms of their choices, the sizes that are available? And if, if you're in so inclined, pricing. And, yeah, yeah. And or, I'm sorry, I'm just going to throw all the questions at once. Yeah. Um, what about, like, 
are you are you doing just dogs or dogs and cats or are you like would you do my bearded dragon <laughs> yeah no absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. no I, so yeah pretty much all right so i'll um so I got four sizes. I got four sizes at the minute that, that I'm offering. And I, I know I, I sent them to Tommy earlier. So um, I got like a small desk size, which is mm-hmm. like, um, it's like eight by six. So it's an eight by okay. six. It's, it, you know, it's you can have it, you know, just obviously by your desk or on a wall or whatever. It's, you know, it's nice. That's um, all, you know, hand-drawn. They're usually with the, if I'm, if I'm, if it's a detailed photograph, because it all relies on the photograph. Mm-hmm. which is tricky as well because a lot of people are getting their pets done in memoriam and they might only have old photographs. So, right. it, you know, it, it depends through correspondence of what the, the photographs they might be able to offer. But um, so I, I'll do the, I'll do the eight by six. That's um, at the minute that's 70 books. So that, that, that's the, uh, mm-hmm. the smallest size I'm doing. And then I got to step up from that. That's the eight and a half by 11. Okay. And I, yeah, so that's like gotta be like uh, one of these guys. Yeah, I like this guy. You know, yeah. so if you notice what I do with a lot of a lot of my portraits, I'll take uh, I'll, you know, I'll make a print of them just because you know I, I I've drawn them for hours, and I like I like just keeping the prints myself. So um, they they're going for uh like these guys these size are for like two hundred bucks, mm-hmm. um. Just, I'm interrupt one second. So, we're, because some of this is just going to be audio, guys, they might not be picking up. So, John, where can we give me some social media stuff? So, if, if people are just yeah. listening to this, where to? You know, you're pointing to things they might not catch what we're talking about. Where? Oh, go? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So it's um, I like that. I I am in the in the process of you know having a website built and what have you. But um, but if you if I'm the only genre draws out there, I'm the only genre paints out there. So. It's, Spell that, please. It's J O H double N E R D R A W S. So if you type that in, will you type? That? I'm the only one there. It's a Dublin. It's a it's a Dublin name. So like, if you hear Johnner, it's mm-hmm. it's gonna stand out. So hence, I, I'm the only one. So Is that on Facebook? Yeah, are you on Facebook with this too? Yeah, I am. Yeah, so you'll see it's under. Um, you just type in, yeah, if you can pull it up on Facebook, you'll see my details. And you can just direct direct message me. Same with same with email. It's johnardraws at gmail.com. That young. No, I'm putting this, uh, I'm putting no this on the stream, guys. So if anybody's listening and want to contact John, that's how you, you'll see it right on the stream. I'm putting this as johnardraws at gmail, right? Yeah, at gmail.com. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, guys. Take, take it away. No, okay. no so, so you're good. Yeah, no, so you can, you can, um, you can send me, you can send me, you know, direct message. I can send you my price listings. I know he sent them to Tommy earlier. Um, so even if we don't get to share them tonight, I'm sure true pals, you'll be able to reshare it or whatever. Um, yeah. The way I do it, I give at the minute, I'm giving 15% back to any charity of the person's choice. Wow. My, 15? My 15%. Uh, it's That's 15%. very generous. Mm-hmm. And my, and, Take into account, they're all hand-drawn, they're all one-of-a-kind portraits. I, my, my, my hope is in the new year to, to increase that. My aim is to maybe get to 25%. And 25, yeah, 25% wow. based on whatever charity the, the you know, said person might like it donated to. Like, mm-hmm. or otherwise, I'll, I'll make a donation you know, separately on their behalf. But um, but that that that's my that's my mission. I I want to get up to twenty five percent. I want to look. I don't I don't plan to be making millions off it. I I'm happy. I get well, no, enough don't satisfaction. Say that. Don't say that. No. We no, want but, you. See, here's the thing. Yeah. No. The whole point of this show. Well, there's two points, but well, the main point. <laughs> yeah. Isn't this show starting? Is because we want. People in business who have an affinity for the animals, who are compassionate yeah. to the animals, to be successful. Yeah, yeah. No, they're going to help the animals, and the world will be a better place. So we want you to make millions. We want yeah, no, millions, yeah. millions, and millions. Here, look. If it happens, if it happens, delighted. I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm so happy about it. But like, like I, I was saying to you earlier on the phone, or during the week on the phone, just whatever. I'm very conscious of 
of hardships that people are dealing with on the back of the pandemic. And, you know, if if somebody wants to be able to, if somebody's in the situation of where, say, they've adopted a dog or, or a cat and they've given shelter to them, and I'm, I'd be happy that there was, if there's an X amount of proceeds are going to that charity, and I'm still enough to have bread and butter on my plate and mm-hmm. Bronson, my dog, is fed, Katie's happy, my fiance. And Alpine lace shoes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I have enough for my hot toddies or whatever. But, <laughs> but because you, you know, you got to take into account, I'm only starting out. So I'm trying to get my name out there. I want to, I want to kind of, it's, I, my idea is I'd love to draw more attention to um the, the whole adoption, having people being able to adopt dogs, try, you know, uh, defer them from uh, buying from. Whatever, so. I have an idea. I'm just going to spit it out there. And uh, you can say no, you don't have to say yes. But, you know, there are like classes that, uh, you know, they teach you how, when I say you, I'm putting that, not, not me, like how to paint. Although I'll always try. I'll give it. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You don't need it. You're but, fine. You did a great job. Like, Stop. I hate people. Stop. Yeah, you've you got You could That's do good. like a, um, a class. And let's say a percentage of those proceeds go to what, you know, a charity. And yeah. you could say like, okay, you know, either, um, either you pick the, the drawing, right. And you could say, we're going to draw this dog. We're going to draw mine. We're going to draw my dog. Bronson. Right? Yeah. Bronson. Yeah. And you can teach people like a step-by-step tutorial. It can be in person, of course, but uh, I mean, now I don't know if people are. I got stuck. it. I got it. I got it. I got it. I- right. I got it. We got to go to break, but I got it. You take your two passions and you didn't say you were passionate about tending bar, but it is your background, right? So you, you know, this, (laughs) that they do this like sip and, and I don't know what it is. Paint and sip. Paint and paint. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Irish coffee. <laughs> Irish coffee. Yeah, I used to start my shift. Uh, at, we used to drink Sambuca and coffee sometimes at oh seven. Oh my god! god. Yeah. <laughs> I would never make it through. We don't drink we anymore. Weren't allowed to drink. <laughs> right. Owners that we had, we weren't allowed to drink until after the shift was over. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. Shout out to my uncle Joe. He'll tell you that I put him out of. <laughs> <laughs> The place was called Halligan's in Floral Park for... Uh, oh, my God. I used to go there all the time. Stop. I used to date a guy a long time. I all right. We got, we're, we're way over on... The, <laughs> that's, that's my store. That's where my wife and I met. That's our spot. Best uh, steak tidbit sandwich ever. Oh, look at you. You're right. Steak tidbits. I know. Way back on that. We got to go to a break before somebody throws me out of the attic like Sam Leibowitz on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> we need we need john we gotta have you come back again next week we'll do three weeks in a row we'll be- yeah, why not let's do it yeah we're on a hat trick but what about that like how about and then we'll go to break but what about pals sip and and like drink and yes. whole deal we're like yes. we spot maybe we do it shout out to bourbon street mark bosha maybe we go to in bayside right on bell boulevard yes. thing there we do it. john teaches people how to draw you know, I, I, you know, and then let, let's, all right, this is Professor's Anonymous Lover Show. I am super energetic. We need to go to a break. We'll be right back. No break. <laughs> Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern for the Mind Behind Leadership, where we focus on what leadership really means to us and to others. We have practical discussions with the CEOs of some of the world's largest companies, owners of small businesses, and experts in psychology and behavior to get that inside track, what to do, what to avoid, or what really happens. Join me, Graham Dobbin, at the new time, 4 p.m. every Tuesday for the Mind Behind Leadership, here live on talkradio.nyc. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. 
Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hottie, Love, Rescue, and Renaissance. Rescue and Renaissance. Why not? Yeah. No? No, no, I was going to be good. Yeah. Well, so you got to fly up here to Queens, New York, because no. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm, coming I'm six miles away from Queens. You're not. So you got a little, little Rescue and Renaissance. It'll be the first ever PALS event in real life. I have to do this. I, I was trying to think of some, well, look, we're all bartenders. We can come up with stuff, right? It could be yeah, there's definitely some. Painting and pints. Painting, painting pints and pups. Painting <laughs> pints and pups. pups. Painting, oh! painting pints and pets. Yeah, I love all those peas. I like all those. All the peas. I, I, triple that blew my mind. All right, you win. You're better at this too. No, no, I'm not. I didn't even know we're on air. We throwed out. We throwed out. Hey, listen, if you're out there and you have ideas for the first ever in-person event, give us a name. Reach out. Yeah. I saw you almost like I watched you because I don't think everybody else can see you on the Facebook when, when we go and I share the pictures. But you almost melted. John, I don't know who this little fox dog is. That oh, I my sh- God. So the- cute. A little fox terrier or something like that. Oh, to, in my, in, like one of the recent portraits. What you said, I'm going to share it again for everybody, but talk us yeah. through who it is. So, so he, he was actually he was done for my. Um, yeah. So this little guy. And I was so nervous about him uh, of doing him because it was an old photograph. You know, he passed away a couple of years ago, or whatever. And uh, uh, it, the owner was getting it as a gift to. I think again, the, I, I, it was a family member. I'm not going to say who a family member, but um, he's he's an Irish guy. He's from Cork, uh-huh. and and he commissioned yeah he commissioned a portrait. He wants to take home to Ireland and gifted you know for the holidays. So he asked me, was it possible? He's like, the best photo I have is this. Could I work off it? So I said, yeah. And I, I was, funny enough, I was so intimidated by it just because of the, his, his his fur color against the, the couch itself. Uh-huh. So, um, so I, yeah, I, you know, I tried to render him as much as I could and try to capture his personality. And, what did he um, say? I think it's beautiful. So what did the guy? Is it a Pomeranian? He look, yeah, I think so. I think it is, or it could be, could be even a mix. Yeah, now he he was he was um he was delighted, and that was that. So it's the same guy had ordered the one of the goats. If you see, yeah, I know you shared one of the goats. I'll bring the goats back yeah. up. Talking, so, yeah. So he was bringing it back as a as a gift back to Ireland, and um, oh. he, yeah, he he was you know he was he was delighted and thankful. That I would be hysterical crying if that happened. I mean, I had this dog growing up who was a rescue. I mean, not even through like a shelter or anything. My parents yeah. were driving, and uh, someone threw tossed this dog out of the car in front of them while the cars were going. Jeez, yeah. But anyway, so they they took him home, and that was my dog. Turns out uh, he was a Norwegian elk hound, which most people have never heard of. But never heard of, yeah. Uh, great dog, such a great dog. Yeah. Today, like I don't. This is back in the day where there weren't, you know, all this technology of cell phones and pictures all the time. Yeah. And I don't have a single picture of him because we had fire a long time ago. So, uh, but if anybody, if I got a picture of my dog Kaiser, yeah, a, a painting, I would. Be in like happy hysterics, you know what yeah, I mean? Just a, yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. sure it blew them away, and it's yeah. a gift. I really, I want so many people to do this because yeah. you know, I, I'm all about unique gifts and yeah. thoughtful, thoughtful gifts. And I just, you know, if someone gives me anything, someone gives me a mug, I'm like, oh my god, thank you so much for thinking of me. But mm. the reality is, this is mind blowing, heart endearing, melting stuff that you're doing. 
it's like am I and that's my aim you know my aim is just to and being I've Make always had people dogs cry. I yeah no yeah yeah but cry, cry happiness I've always had animals I've always had pets you know and I grew up thankfully right. my dad and my, and my and my mom they were very encouraging of of looking after looking after animals like you know whether you own mm-hmm. them or not and just that's how we grew up you know north side good of job Dublin. Peggy yeah good Peggy job. and Richie and Richie give Richie and a shout Compassionate, I think, is it's taught a lot of times, although yeah, for sure come naturally. But my dad was a big animal lover, and I I feel like I learned a lot about compassion through him. True, exactly, and that's the thing. So, so I was thinking, well, if I can, you know, and again, I don't even think, you know, it's my the way I'm thinking about it is just I'd love the idea of somebody having something that they're going to treasure for so long, and if it yeah. can bring awareness to any yeah. charity or any rescue. As well, at the same time, by giving yep. a, a portion of the proceeds back, but then I'm happy. I'm living. I, you know, that's that's me content. I, I need a beautiful I, life. I gotta yeah, ask you, and I'm happy. That's all I want. You know, so. John. One quick question: Are you looking to get back in into tending bar? Is that something we should look out for through people we know, or or not necessarily? No, I, to be honest, at the minute, no, no, because uh, I'm loving what I'm doing. Like, and and thankfully, I've you know, I've a lot of people are animal lovers, and they they being commissioned me and are you know they like you know doing what i'm doing so well, um, you're gonna wish after this show you're gonna wish you had a second set of hands for all the stuff that you're gonna yeah, be hopefully, yeah, right. yeah i think we're gonna I have be- one last question and i'll make it really quick sure. could you or could you ever do murals like in a kid's room like a wall or uh yeah. it's a business okay that's yeah well why not why not because i'll be honest i just on the back of everything before the pandemic i didn't even think i could draw a, a stick figure so oh, i'm man. not going to say no to anything you know, so. <laughs> Me too, but the difference is i was right so <laughs> yeah no, 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 no. you were you were making break great bread and cooking lovely dishes so <laughs> oh, good. you might have been right that you can't draw val but maybe you work at it you know it doesn't you, you might not be able to draw now plus the we think that always try it's all subjective all subjective yes. so. i'm gonna send you you know what i'm gonna do john we're gonna, we gotta close the show in a sec here but what i want to do is john I'm going to text you a picture of the picture Valerie drew, and then you could draw that and clean it up a little bit, and it'll be perfect. I tell you, I won't. No, no, no. Like, send him an actual picture of Puffy, of the actual animal, so that it looks like all right. Well, I got to get a picture of your the dog you had in second grade, the Norwegian elk hound. Although oh, Barry, yeah. Barry, if you're listening, and I know you are because you just checked in on Facebook, I think you should uh, think about, you know, just talk to John. Figure it out, man. You know, it's holiday. Yeah. <laughs> like that. I'm sure. I'm sure Tommy and Valerie are going to share my emails and yes. all my details. Yeah. Well, give us, um, give us the the social media. Johnner draws. That's how everybody. Johnner Johnner draws. It's with an H and with a double N. So J O H double N E R. E R A W S. Got it. That's, if you type that in, you're gonna find me. You're gonna find my old girl Sheba. She's my she's the main girl on my profile. So yeah, we gotta roll. We gotta get out of here. You know what? We're run out of time like we did every week, John. I appreciate your friendship, Val. Love your kid. Oh. This is so awesome. My, this is your vision, and we're living it. Here's what I leave you with, and it's total commitment to nonviolence. Gandhi always included the animals by stating the greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be judged by the way. Its animals are treated. Make it a great day. See you guys later. Amen. Right, take care. Thank you again. Thank you. Love you guys. Love you guys. Cheers.
Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, live, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 